do you resist the idea of a schedule? I get it. You don't want to give up your time freedom. You don't want to be controlled by a list of things to do. Maybe having a schedule like stresses you out because you feel defeated when it never plays out the way that you planned. If that is you, then you're going to love this episode because today we're talking about how you can find balance between structure and flexibility, how you can get the best of both worlds. You're going to learn three strategies to help you create a schedule that will help you get the things done, but that is also flexible so that you're not tied down. All right, grab a pen and paper and let's get into it. Hey mama, welcome to the Nurse Mom Podcast, where you're going to learn how to ditch the mom stress through renewed mindsets, healthy habits, and balanced nutrition. God is calling you to a life of peace, joy, and rest, even during this crazy season when kids are tugging at your legs, you can't get a minute to yourself, and you feel like you have a million things to do. So if you are ready to leave the stress and busyness behind and step into the goodness that God has for you and your family, then you are in the right place. So set those kiddos up with some Legos, some Play-Doh, or whatever is going to keep them engaged for the next 20 minutes while we dig into today's show. Let's do it. Welcome back to the Nourish Mom podcast. I am so glad that you are joining me here today. And first, I want to point out that you might notice some changes around here um, during the next few weeks. So I've been taking this course to help me grow my podcast and to help me serve my community better by speaking directly to the things that you guys are dealing with. Like, how can I serve you? How can I help you? So the majority of my listeners are homeschool Christian moms, and that's who I am. So it's easy for me to talk and speak to those issues that they're dealing with. So you're probably going to hear me talk a little bit more about issues related to homeschooling families. And if you're not a homeschooling family, no worries. The strategies and the mindsets and all the things that we're going to be talking about are still going to work for you, and you are always welcome here. But I just wanted to point out that you're going to see a little shift over the next few weeks. All right, so today we're talking about schedules, we're talking about time freedom, and we're talking about how you can have a balance between structure and schedule and that freedom that we all love, right? And I think that we all love the idea of time freedom, right? Like the idea of the dream of living moment by moment, not tied down to a rigid schedule. And it sounds great, but sometimes in real life, it doesn't really play out that way because the lack of structure can work against us and actually keep us from doing the things that we want to do and keep us from doing the things that God calls us to. So how can we find that balance between structure and flexibility? And I realize that this might be a hot topic for you because Homeschool moms love that freedom and flexibility that comes when we're not tied down to the public school schedule. And I'm on a lot of Facebook groups with homeschool moms. And the minute people start asking about schedules, like, oh, my my schedule for my kids isn't working out or this or that, and they're asking about help with their schedules, you automatically hear like 100 moms jump in and say, ditch the schedule, you don't need it. (laughs) 
And I get it, right? Because schedules can seem like they're taking away your time freedom because we view them as a rigid system that we have to follow. But really, schedules are a tool. They help us to steward our time wisely. And mama, God is calling you to many things, right? We need to train up our children in the way of the Lord to be a loving wife, to be a light to your community and any of the other things that he has put on your heart. So it's important that we use our time wisely for his glory. And without a plan for our days, it's easy to waste time and not put the effort into things that are truly important to you. And also, when we use schedules correctly, they actually create more time freedom. Like, what? What do you mean? How can a schedule give me more freedom with my time? So the first way that a schedule is going to create more time freedom for you is that it allows you to be intentional with your time. You can actually get done what you want to do instead of looking back at the end of the day and wondering like, what the heck did I do all day, right? There's no freedom in that. That's just wasted time. So with a schedule, you can choose to intentionally use your time for the things that are important to you because we only have so much time in a day and we all know that it's not enough, right? So having a schedule and a plan helps you make sure that you spend it on the, your time on the things that are actually important to you, the things that God is calling you to. So the second way that a schedule is going to help you create more time freedom is that it's going to be a guide that helps you to make good decisions with your time. Kind of like that intentionality thing. It's going to help you find balance between your relationships, your housework, the schoolwork, and all of the things that you have to do. A schedule creates boundaries so that you can honor the things that are important to you. And yeah, okay, sometimes you're going to break those boundaries, but when you do, it will be an intentional choice instead of just getting swept up into the chaos. And the third way that a schedule is going to help you to create more time freedom is that it's going to help you to actually be present in the moment. Because what good is the illusion of time freedom if you're not actually present in the moment enjoying what you're doing? How often are we playing with our kids when we're actually thinking about like, oh man, when am I going to get those dishes done? Or our husband's trying to talk to us and we're thinking about like, oh, I just got an email notification. I wonder who that was from. When am I going to answer that email? It's so easy for us to get swept up into the tyranny of the urgent, which is, um, so that's a book that was written with a very, um, very good message that we are so bombarded with so many things that will distract us that seem so urgent, that seem like they need to be taken care of right now. But if we lose focus and we actually, we actually dealt with those things as they came up, they would suck up all of our time and we wouldn't have time for the things that are really important for us. So it's really important that we're not distracted by everything that comes up, the dishes in the sink, the email notifications, the text messages, the dog barking, I don't know, whatever is distracting you. And thinking about all of those things and when you're gonna do them, 
and it keeps you distracted from enjoying what you're actually doing now. So with a schedule, you don't have to worry about that because you have a plan for all of those things. You know that the dishes are going to get done every night before you cook dinner. You know that you're going to answer your emails around 11 before you eat lunch. Okay, so that, those are the things that I do. But your schedule would be different, right? So these things aren't on my mind because I know that there is a place in my day for them and I'm free to enjoy the moment. And that's what a schedule will do for you too. Okay, so let's talk about how you can actually create a schedule that gives you this freedom. I've got three strategies for you. So the first one is to create your schedule as loose as you need it, right? The schedule is a tool for you. It is not your boss. You are its boss. And I think the word schedule... I don't know. It's not the best word. I don't really like it. And I use it for lack of a better word. I mean, I think the definition of schedule is like a list of intended events and times. And it seems pretty rigid. And I think that's where the fear and the resistance comes from. But your schedule doesn't have to be rigid. And I actually, I prefer the word rhythm or routine because it it's so much more free-flowing. So you don't have to create a rigid schedule. And if you're looking to create a schedule that's not like moment by moment, 10 o'clock we're doing this, 9 o'clock we're doing that, you know, or that's backwards, 9 o'clock we're doing this, 10 o'clock we're doing that, 11 o'clock, you know. If you're looking to create more of like a rhythm that's not as structured, time blocking can work really well. Um, because you can you can set aside chunks of time for an overall purpose. Like from 9 to 11, we do our school stuff. And then you're open to whatever happens and flows during that time. But you know that during that time, you're focused on learning with your kids. But on the other hand, if you have some goals that you want to reach, it's okay to create more structure, right? So for example, my son is a little behind in math and I'm using like air quotations with the word behind um, because one of the things that I love about homeschooling is that it's on each kid's timeline right we don't have to keep up with other kids we can go ahead we can go behind it's okay but it's personalized to each child but he wants to catch up to his peers So in order for him to do that, we set a goal of four math lessons a week. So right now in our in our school block, we're a little more structured. Like we make sure that he gets his math done first because that's his priority right now. So having a plan, having this structure helps you to get the things done that you want to do. And honestly, isn't that really freedom, time freedom, doing the things that we want to do with our time? Okay, but I know that for some people, a schedule can feel really stressful because so often it doesn't work out the way that we planned and you don't get the things done that were on your schedule and then that creates stress. So strategy number two is to be realistic with your time and revise when needed. So say you have a block of time for cleaning and you try to fit in like all of the things. You end up stressed when it doesn't work out. So then you blame it on the schedule. Schedules are no good. They're stressful. I don't need it. But really, the problem isn't the schedule. The problem is that you're trying to fit too much in. So same thing with your school block, right? If you're trying to fit in all of these subjects and you're getting overwhelmed when your kids aren't moving fast enough or they're not focusing or whatever is happening, then you probably have too much that you're planning to do in that block of time. So if it's consistently not working, then your expectations are probably off and you're probably not being realistic with how much you can get done 
in a certain amount of time. And that's going to cause stress. So we need to be realistic. So how do we do that? So if it's not working, revise it. Take something out. And then my other way to be realistic that I love is a time audit. This is one of my favorite tools. So basically, how long does it take you to do a math lesson? Put on a timer, time it out so you know on average how long it takes. And then even add in a little bit of time for some grace in case things don't go as planned. Or like, how long does it take you to clean the bathroom? Put on a timer, time it, figure it out. Right? That way you can stop guessing. You will know how many lessons you can fit into an hour so you can stop getting upset with your kids when you're being really unrealistic. You can know how much cleaning you can get done in 30 minutes so you can plan accordingly and stop feeling guilty when you didn't get it all done. Okay, so strategy number three is the strategy of the next right thing. So there's a podcast by um, Emily P. Freedom. Free. Freedom, Freeman, Emily P. Freeman, and it's called The Next Right Thing, which um, it's such a great podcast and it helps you make decisions. It's all about decision making. And I believe that her podcast title is derived from an old poem because when I started listening to her podcast, I, I kind of started looking into like The Next Right Thing. What does that mean? I really like that. And there's a poem that says, do it immediately, do it with prayer, do it reliantly, casting all care. Do it with reverence, tracing his hand, who placed it before thee with earnest command. Stayed on omnipotence, safe neath his wing. Leave all resultings, do the next thing. And I I just really love that because it really tells us to, to lean on God, right? Cast all of your care on him. Do it with prayer. Ask him what he's placing before you and then do it because that's what he's commanding you to do. So how do you know what your next right thing is? So you've got to let the Holy Spirit guide you. You've got to be nurturing your relationship with God. You've got to be in the word. You've got to be praying throughout your day. And that's when you're going to hear from the Holy Spirit, right? Also knowing your priorities, but not only knowing what your priorities are, knowing what your priorities are in Jesus, right? Asking him what is right for you in this season, and when I use this technique, it's usually when when the day is gone, the schedule's feeling overwhelming, and we've gotten off track, and I'm like, I don't know where to pick up anymore. Like, do we jump back into school because the kids are kind of like overwhelmed? And honestly, I'm overwhelmed. <laughs> or do we like take a break? I'm not sure what to do. So you know what? You just stop and you say a prayer, and you let the Holy Spirit guide you. You do the next right thing. And you know what? Sometimes we skip school. The kids are having a hard time. The next right thing is to spend some time loving on them and doing something that they really enjoy doing. Sometimes I skip the housework. Then my house gets messy. Who cares? Right? Because God might be calling me to rest when I'm overwhelmed. And that is my next right thing. So when we stop thinking about schedules as like this rigid thing that we have to follow and really just think of it as a tool and use that idea of the the next right thing to let the spirit guides you to just flow with it, to do the next right thing, then that stress is taken away, right? Your schedule is a tool. Let the Holy Spirit lead you. Sometimes you'll stay on task and you'll follow the plan through. And sometimes you'll change your course and do the next right thing. All right, let's recap. So three ways to create a schedule that actually gives you more time freedom and to find that balance between structure and flexibility. Number one, 
Create your schedule as loose or as tight as you need it right now in this season. Number two, be realistic with your time and revise when needed. If it's not working, then fix it. And strategy number three is the next right thing. Your schedule is not a bondage. It's not holding you down in bondage, right? You have the freedom to do the next right thing and not feel guilty and not feel stressed out. Just follow the leading of the Holy Spirit. All right, ladies, I hope that this was helpful to you. And if it was, please um, share my podcast with a friend and someone that you think it might bless as well. So until next time, I pray that the Lord just fills your heart with love and with his peace and that he guides you through your days for his glory. In Jesus' name, amen. Real quick before you go, if this podcast blessed you or inspired you in any way, could you please take a minute to write a review on Apple Podcast? Writing a review is the number one way that you can help me to reach more moms just like you. And reading your reviews truly inspires me and encourages me to keep doing this work. Also, don't forget to connect with other like-minded mamas in our Facebook community so that we can encourage and uplift each other on this journey. The link to the Facebook group is in the show notes. Thank you for listening and may your heart overflow with God's peace and love. God bless.